Have you ever heard a story about someone that you thought is inspiring? Maybe they've achieved something great or they've overcome a challenge with so much strength and that was inspiring in itself. Or they could simply have something, whether it's a career, a family, a relationship, a marriage that you believe is inspiring. But one thing that I've noticed is that whenever I've been inspired by someone, and I wonder whether you've experienced this too, whenever I've been inspired by someone, there's often a thought that comes after it, which is, wow, look at what they have. Look at what they've done. Look at what they've achieved. I wish I could do that. I wish I could be more like that. I wish I could have that. And it's really interesting to kind of be inspired, but to also be in some ways doubtful of our own abilities, which is why I'm really excited for today's episode, because I'm actually going to be diving deeper into how we can feel more inspired without the doubt so that anything that inspires us can actually motivate us to have and experience more of the things that we desire. If you're new here, welcome to The Joe Randall Show, a podcast for mothers to discover simple and easy ways to increase your feeling of joy every day. I'm your host, Joe Randolph. I'm a well-being coach, and I'm also a wife and mother that's obsessed with figuring out how we can create a healthier and happier life for ourselves, but also for our families. On this show, I share how we can have more joy in our relationships, in our family, in our career, and in our health. Now let's dive in to today's episode. Let me start by sharing why I have created this episode for you. When I woke up this morning, I knew I needed to film my podcast. I film every Sunday and normally... I am super organized and I have a clear idea of what the topic will be and I write the script and I film and it's all just a seamless process. But for some reason today, I didn't actually want to do anything scripted. I didn't want to have a plan. I didn't want to have a you know, YouTube strategy or a podcast strategy. I just wanted to turn the camera on and film. I just wanted to be able to talk to you as if we were having coffee and we were just catching up as friends. But there was a thought that came after that, which is that I need to be more organized. And it really got me thinking about who we think we need to be in this world. I feel as though often I seek to be more organized, to be responsible, to be helpful, to be caring, to be loving, to be healthy, to be happy. But I notice that one of the words that I often leave out of it is inspired. Which is funny because 
if I am looking at a video, I want to be inspired. If I'm hearing a story about someone's life, I would much rather be inspired than not. And I like the feeling of being inspired. Do you? Just think about the times you've been inspired in your life, whether it's thinking about a holiday and you are researching all the places you could visit and you'll see like a really awesome picture and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to go there. And it's so exciting. And you book the tickets. And even if you have to get up at 4 a.m. in the morning so that you can catch an early flight, that 4 a.m. wake up happens much more easily. You're just up because you're so excited for the day ahead and for the weeks ahead. And yet, if you are to wake up at 4 a.m. any other time of the year, chances are you're probably not going to be jumping out of bed with as much eagerness because you're most likely not that excited for the day ahead. And it's kind of similar with our careers. If I think about all the times that I've been really excited by a new job or I've been really inspired by my team and the project we're working on, there's something about just waking up in the morning, just really hopeful, joyful for the day ahead and running towards life. And at the same time, I could go to that very same job, have the exact same responsibilities. But if I don't feel inspired to do that job anymore, over time, I kind of feel dead inside. I, I feel like I'm not motivated, that this job isn't purposeful, that it's a waste of my time. And I start daydreaming about being somewhere else, doing something else. And I've noticed that in many ways for perhaps most of our life, when we have felt that boredom, that lack of interest, it's natural to daydream, to wish for another job, to wish for a new holiday, to wish for an escape. But I noticed that one of the things that I stopped doing after becoming a mom was getting inspired. It it felt as though I actually started to think about being more realistic, less idealistic, because it feels as though so many things are unrealistic once you become a mother. And this got me thinking, where has that sense of inspiration gone? We know that in our careers, it is better to feel inspired. And that if we can seek that, and if we can hold ourselves to that standard, and we can try and build a career that inspires us every day, that that will be one way our life can be more rewarding. However, once I became a mother, I somehow lost that search for inspiration. I lost the value of inspiration. I no longer saw the value in being inspired. It's almost as though being a parent was like being hit by a brick. It was almost as though I 
was snapped out of this dream fantasy where you can dream anything, you can become anything, you can do anything because there's so much possibility. There's so much hope. There's so much room for anything to happen. But once I became a mother, it felt like there was so much routine. There was so much of a need for me to be organized. There's so much of a need for me to be responsible, to think about a mortgage, to think about my children's future, to think about my obligations, that it's almost as though it has left no room for inspiration. And when I really reflect on that, I think, you know, that's kind of sad. Because if I was to do a little exercise with you, if you were to imagine your younger self, let's say you were uh, 12 years old. Imagine your 12-year-old self and you were speaking to your 12-year-old self about your future and what you would have wanted for yourself. What would you have said? What would that 12-year-old version of yourself have desired for your future? What woman did she think you would become? If I was to think about the woman I thought I would be in my, well, when I was in my teens, I am far far different from the woman now than I thought I would be. Far different. For example, I used to believe that it's more important than anything for a woman to be financially independent, for a woman to have her own career and, you know, to be successful and to make a lot of money. And if you find love, great. And if you have kids, great. Um, but it's much more important that I am first and foremost independent and everything else can come later. Because I had this fear that what if you fall in love and you have kids and you stay at home with the kids and your husband cheats on you or your husband leaves you or you need to leave him for whatever reason, then what? My biggest fear was being a stay-at-home mother because I just thought, how could I possibly put myself in such a vulnerable position? And so my 12-year-old self's vision for myself in my 30s was an independent career mama that was lucky to have it all and have kids and have a husband, but was very much independent and enjoying her life to the fullest. And that younger version of myself didn't value being a stay-at-home mom. And yet here I am in my 30s, and for the last two years, I have been a full-time mother. I have been a homemaker. I am nothing like the woman I thought I would become. And I'm wondering for you, are you the woman you thought you would become? 
Have you done things you thought you never would? You know, a classic example of this is um, new moms that may be thinking about they're thinking about how maybe they want to raise their kids and they say, I want to do no screen time, or I want to make sure you're eating organic food, or I want to make sure that you are behaving a certain way, that you are eating with manners at the dinner table, uh, that you are um, taking part in all these classes. You know, we, we can have this kind of vision of the kind of mother that we're going to be and the vision of the relationship we'll have, the man we'll marry or the partner we'll marry, you know, the vision of the children we'll have. And then there's the reality of who they become. And maybe they don't like their vegetables and they just look at you with complete and utter disgust when you give them one more piece of broccoli. Or maybe your husband loves to eat lots of unhealthy food and you had maybe hoped that he might have less of a belly. Or maybe maybe it's something as simple as you realizing that maybe you want to stay at home with your kids more. But you have this massive fear of the fact that that would require letting go of control, of control of your life, control of your your finances, control of your income, and surrendering in that relationship, and God forbid, being dependent on your partner and stepping into that. Because even if a mother steps into that stay-at-home relationship, that transition is hard. It's really, really hard. And it got me thinking that it's because we aren't programmed to live in a way that we feel inspired by. We are not programmed to live in a way that we feel inspired to live. If you suddenly felt inspired to be a stay-at-home mom and then you became a stay-at-home mom, it would make complete and utter sense that that dream and that reality would just match and there would just be complete and utter joy. The same way that maybe if someone dreams of being a singer and then they become a singer, it's like, oh my gosh, I have achieved my dream. So why is it that when there is a dream that we have and then we experience the reality of it, in motherhood, it's so jarring. It's kind of like the working mother that wants to be a, really close to her kids and that wants to also have her own career because she loves her job. And yet the reality of doing both is so much harder than she thought it would be. She thought th- these two parts of her life would blend so beautifully that childcare would work so beautifully, that the kids would be really happy, that you would be really happy and that it would be easy. But then we realize that often it can be really difficult. If I was to think about my education and perhaps your education, chances are if you went to a school, this could be different if you're homeschooled because home educated kids are raised differently. But if you went to school, chances are you would have been taught that You have to get up at a certain time in the morning. You have to go to school whether you like it or not. You have to study topics that you like and study topics that you don't like and 
are a drag to you. You have a set amount of time for a break. You have to sit at a desk if a teacher says so. And that way of life is not one that's led by inspiration. It's the opposite. It's if you're inspired, well, great. Do that in your spare time. Do that when you are free. But most of the time you are busy with other commitments. And so from a very young age, we are raised with the idea that we have obligations. We have commitments that we need to fulfill. And I noticed that when I became an adult, there was this opportunity, you know, you get to decide what career path to choose. You get to decide where you want to live. You get to decide who you want to date. You get to decide when you want to have kids. And yet, even if there is that freedom of choice, how often is the choices that we make, how often are those choices inspired by something we've been inspired by or they inspired by fear? I want to get into this relationship because I'm scared of being alone, for example, or I want to study university because I don't know what I will do with my life. Or I want to do this career path because I haven't found anything else. Or I want to get married to this person because I want to have kids. And if I don't do it now, I don't know when I will. And it's almost as though fear, life circumstances, our situation ends up being the key driver to the life that we live and not inspiration. Which I think is sad because I want to live a life where I feel inspired. Not temporarily like you do in a new job, not temporarily like when you're researching a holiday, but to actually live a life where I feel inspired. And I allow my inspirations to guide me. Because one thing I know for sure is that when inspiration guides me, life is so much more fun. But guess what? It's not just more fun. I actually achieve so much more success. I'll give you an example. A few months ago, I created this Instagram reel where I shared my story of my pregnancy and my tumor, how I used to have a tumor and I had to have surgery and um, I almost died. And um, it was a miracle that my baby was okay because she wasn't born breathing. And then I um, was terrified about having a second child. And then I um, felt God tell me that I was supposed to have another child and my husband felt that message too. And so we were inspired to start trying for a baby and we got pregnant straight away. And that reel, that story sharing that I shared on Instagram reels, that story ended up reaching, I think, 647,000 um, people. It was like, it was like 650K views. 
right? And I think of those views, I think of something like 42,000 likes. Now, the interesting thing about this reel was that it was a random idea that came up, that came to me when I was in bed. And I woke up in the morning and I just suddenly had this inspiration to create this reel and to share my story. And I did not YouTube or Google or research how to create a viral reel. I, at the time, I think I only had something like 900 followers on Instagram. I was virtually unknown on Instagram and I still am virtually unknown on Instagram. And yet just this feeling in my body, this idea, it just felt so inspiring to me that I felt moved to to take an action. And when I took that action, I had so much fun doing it. And then I just let it go. And I had no idea that that one reel would attract so many views and would attract literally thousands of followers and would attract a lot of likes as well. And there's so many times in my life when I have done something out of inspiration and that inspiration has actually led to something really successful. And yet if I set out with a plan, if I try and follow a routine, if I try and follow a structure, if I try and understand the recipe for viral videos, what often ends up happening is it ends up being a flop or it ends up just having average performance. It, it doesn't go anywhere major. It doesn't do anything major. Which is funny because I've really designed my life to be centered around routine. As a mother, I value being organized. As a mother, I value routine. As a mother, I value responsibility. As a mother, I value being sensible. Because that's what enables my home to function. That's what enables my kids to know what to expect. That's what enables peace and quiet in my home with obviously laughter and, you know, kids noise, but by peace and quiet, you know what I mean? Just the lack of tantrums, the lack of overwhelm, just the nice joy of family. But what I have also done in doing that is I have lost myself. I have lost the spark. I have lost the inspiration. I have lost the motivation. I have lost the love of my life. We often think of the love of our lives as being our partners, as being our children, but there is another love of our life. And that love of our life is the love that we feel in our life. And I had lost that love of life. And so I decided that I want to live a life where I feel inspired. Because when I think about the people that have done something remarkable, done something inspiring, done something that I envy, that I wish I could do, they were inspired to do that. They didn't get there simply by having a plan. It's kind of like an athlete. An athlete, there is no way an athlete 
gets to the level that they get to simply by having a plan for training. Because I know so many of us have received workout plans, but how many people actually stick to that workout plan? Unless we feel inspired and motivated to work out, and unless we feel inspired to make healthy changes, unless we feel inspired to do something with our lives, there is no chance that we will take action or there's no chance that we will be consistent. So that's the one thing that I've missed. I've, I've, I've misunderstood. I've missed and misunderstood. I have thought that maybe some of the people that do great things, it's because they have a magical power that they are blessed by God, that they have something I don't, that they were born with something I wasn't born with, that they have some sort of favor in this world that I don't have. And yet that magic, that blessing from God, that thing they have is actually inspiration. They're moving with inspiration. It reminds me of the story of Susie Batiz, who's been my mentor. And Susie Batiz is the founder of Poopery, which is this amazing spray where if you take a dump, um, you spray the toilet before you take a dump and um, it turns the smell of poo into something fabulous instead of your bathroom smelling donkey it smells divine like flowers or citrus or roses or whatever it is you wish your poop smelt like it's an amazing product but anyways she is a woman who had two failed businesses two failed marriages and she felt like she had really messed life up she felt like she was incapable of having a successful business. She was incapable of having a loving relationship that she didn't know much about life. And she felt like a failure and she gave up, but it wasn't until one of her friends said to her, I wish there was a way we could trap the smell of poo in the toilet so that it wouldn't smell so bad. And she was like, oh, that's quite an interesting idea. And she was obsessed with essential oils and she was inspired to try, to try to see if she could use essential oils to block the scent of poop in the toilet so that it wouldn't come up into the air, but it would, but, but that a different scent would be in the air. And she ended up figuring it out. And as soon as she figured it out, her husband, excuse my language, but her husband was like, holy shit, you just took the shit out of shit. We're going to be millionaires. And he was right. She did become not only a multimillionaire, but she became one of the wealthiest self-made women in America. And this idea came 100% from inspiration. And so here you have this woman who is the same person. She is the same person that failed those two previous businesses. She's the same person that worked really hard on those two businesses that still failed. And yet this time around, she not only built a successful business, but her business was making over $500 million. I mean, it's a crazily successful business. What's different? 
in her eyes, it wasn't because she'd mastered business skills. It wasn't because she knew more. It wasn't because she learned more. It was because she was following what she calls an alive idea. And a live idea is when you have an idea that makes you feel alive. And you know that you have an alive idea if you hear an idea or you have an idea or an idea somehow comes to you and you literally get goosebumps. It excites you. You just, you feel it in your bones. It's kind of like when you're watching a concert and the performance is so good and it literally gives you goosebumps. Well, ideas give you goosebumps too. Inspiration gives you goosebumps. And she has noticed that whenever she makes any business decisions where she feels alive, that every single time those business ideas are a success. And I know this too. I use my Instagram real story as an example, but there's so many times where in my business, when I have been inspired to do something, just the other day, I posted a reel of Rihanna and her Super Bowl performance. It's something I would never do. I would never plan or think about doing that in advance, but I watched her performance. I listened to an interview and randomly I had this idea of creating this reel and that reel ended up making the most, getting the most views out of all my TikToks and the most views on one of my other Instagram platforms. So how is it that I can work really hard on something day in, day out, day in, day out? I can plan. I can be organized. I can do all the things I think I'm supposed to do. I can be the person I think I'm supposed to be. And yet that person doesn't achieve anywhere near the same success as the person who was just inspired. And this has really got me thinking about motherhood. Because I feel like when we are moms, we feel like we are the least likely to be inspired. That inspiration happens before you have kids. And if you want to be inspired, if you want to live an inspired life, do that before you have kids. Because once you have kids, reality kicks in. There's so many sayings, you know, people say, oh, you know, once you have kids, once you become a mom, once you have two kids. It's almost as though your life is over, that life like you know it is over, and now you have to be responsible, now you have to be sensible, now is not the time to take risks, and that's the key phrase, now is not the time to take risks, and women, psychologically, we like to feel safe, we need to feel safe, and we are less likely to take risks, unless if you have been raised by parents that have encouraged and motivated you to take risks, and that have actually taught you that it's safe to take risks. But if you aren't inclined to take risks, if you are inclined to play it safe, if you are inclined to be responsible and to be helpful and to be caring and to be loving and to, to be whoever you think you are supposed to be as a parent, which is wonderful, and who you're supposed to be as a wife, which is wonderful, what room does that leave for inspiration? And better yet, how would your life be different if you led an inspired life? 
how would your parenting be different? How would your marriage be different? How would your finances be different if you were living a life from inspiration? I know that for me, if I was living a life of inspiration, I would then suddenly be better than the woman I had hoped to be as a kid. Because the woman I had hoped to be as a kid had in some ways a limited understanding of what I was capable of, right? Like I thought that the best I could do was have a great career, but I didn't think that I could have a good marriage. I didn't think that I could be a stay-at-home mom. I didn't think that I would have it in me to have the trust in a relationship that is required to be a full-time homemaker and to be dependent on a man financially in a relationship. I didn't think I had the strength to do that, but actually it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of self-respect. It takes a lot of self-worth. It takes a lot of confidence to actually be a homemaker because you are no longer getting your identity from a job. You're no longer getting your identity from your career. You're no longer getting your identity from your marriage or your kids. You actually have to find your own identity whilst 100% serving other people most of the time. I would like to say less than 100%, but realistically, I don't know very many, very many homemakers that spend a lot of time on themselves. It is difficult to get time for themselves. They feel it's difficult to get time for themselves. It's got me thinking about so much of my journey, particularly when I was going through the most challenging times as a mom. So much of my journey was just getting through the day. It was just, what day is it today? It's Monday. What's on the routine for Monday? Oh, Mondays, we have this baby class and obviously school drop off and I need to do this for my business. And, you know, I'm studying my master's. I have to, you know, make sure I put in a little bit of time for that. And I do a coaching call and, oh, it's the end of the day. And, oh, don't forget to talk to your husband at the end of the night and talking to him and then falling asleep, passing out in bed. And that's the day. And the next day you rinse and repeat. And then I wonder why I'm not exactly living the life I thought I would be living at this point in my life. I was just living for the day. And when you're living for the day, you don't really have a sense of direction. You don't really have a sense of knowing why you're doing what you're doing. But when you have a vision for who you want to be and where you want to be in your marriage, in your relationship with your kids... When you have a clear vision of where you want to be in your career in the next five years, in the next 10 years, when you have that vision, and then you can start to be inspired by the actions you're taking every day. When I think about my vision for the type of relationship I want to have with my kids, all of a sudden, the quality time I'm spending with my kids is just so much more meaningful. When I think about the vision that I have for the uh, business I want to build, not just for myself, but for my family, all of a sudden I'm inspired to 
create my website and to create the business and to step into that. It makes me a better person. It makes me a happier person. And it makes my life so much more fun. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know where you are in your journey. But I hope that one of the things you reflect on is how much room you leave for inspiration in your life. How much of your life is really built on routine, structure, getting things done. How much of it is led by inspiration? What would your life look like if you lived an inspired life? Who would you be? Chances are you would achieve more than you ever thought you could. You know, when I talked about the people that inspired us and that are inspiring, one of the things I think is remarkable is that often, often they will say, I've achieved far more than I ever thought I could. And it's possible that you could achieve far more than you ever thought you could. And it's possible that you could have far more joy in your marriage, in your relationships with your kids, in your health. You could have far more joy than you ever, ever thought you could. I am speaking that into existence for you. I know that it is possible for you. I know that it is waiting for you. All you need to do is say, yes, yes, I want to be inspired. Yes, I am searching for inspiration. Yes, I am feeling for inspiration. Yes, I love to be inspired. Yes, I want to be inspired. And yes, I choose inspiration whenever I can and wherever I can. And I am sure that if you choose inspiration whenever you can and wherever you can, whether it's in the kitchen and you're making a meal, whether you're planning an activity for your kids on the weekend, whether you're learning about something that will help your marriage, whether you're trying something new in the bedroom, whether you're creating something new for your business or you're trying something new at work, I hope you see this as your invitation to say yes and follow the inspiration because that inspiration is your guide to not only success, but joy and happiness at levels that you've never seen before. Hopefully this will help you feel more alive in motherhood and feel more alive in everything that you do. Anyways, thanks so much for listening to this episode. I don't even know if I've got everything. I didn't have the lights on and the natural light is actually um, going. So it's probably about time that I switch off before my screen gets so dark that the only thing you can see are my eyes and my smile. Um, 
but yeah thank you so much for listening if you like this episode um please do give it a review and uh the more reviews i get the more likely it is that another mama can find this podcast i love creating this podcast for you it's funny i created this not knowing what i would say and yet i could have totally messed up this episode it could be one of my worst ranking episodes And yet it was still fun for me to create for you. And I hope it was valuable for you in some way or another. And if you're watching this video on YouTube, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe, 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 because I love, 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 love connecting with you on YouTube as well. Don't forget, you can also connect with me on Instagram. I'm on um, the Joe Randall show at the Joe Randall show on TikTok and Instagram. I'm also have another um, Instagram profile, which is um, I am Joy Randolph, which is kind of more of my family um, lifestyle stuff. So you can also follow me on there. But thank you so much for watching and listening. And I shall see you again next week. All right. Bye.